Got to get myself organized. Yeah, that's key. The key to a good podcast organization. Sure is. We're the most professional podcasters in the world, so we know a thing or two about that shit. That is true. You certainly do. I've heard I've heard people say that about us. That's the only thing I've heard people say about us. Yeah, professionalism and uh killer content. Transitions are good. Transition game strong. Beard game strongest. Yeah. Steel reserves. Steel reserves and Diet Mountain Dew, the things that power us through. 700 of these now, however many it's been. Yeah, I think we just passed 150 comic episodes that we numbered. Shit. Nice. Yeah. We should take uh, some time to celebrate us this this episode instead of doing an episode. We should just <laughs> rejoice in our past glories. Remember that time I broke the world record for saying cunt? I we do. Were, How could I forget? We still, haven't, we still haven't received our plaques or anything. Because Guinness are cunts, but whatever. They are cunts. Welcome. That's really the main thing I remember. That's the main takeaway from this show. If any, if you leave here today with nothing else, just remember, we fucking set the world record for saying cunt the most times on a podcast. Not once, but twice. Yeah. Trailblazers at our craft right here. And go listen to um, Batwoman podcast. That's the other takeaway. Is that the one with the girls that like hate their dadded? Is that what that yeah. was? That's the one. Jess, the girls remember? who just hate dads. I, I miss they that hate show. dads as a concept. <laughs> Dude, why are we not pulling drops from that shit anymore? Because the one girl who derailed every conversation they ever had, I think they kicked her off. Well, what about Andy B and Corey and uh, the other people? I miss that one too. Uh, the, the he's got to still be. Man, should have grabbed some Titans? Naomi. I bet he has a oh, Naomi podcast. Fuck, we need to. Che- I didn't check. Damn it. They absolutely do. Too bad Naomi's probably not going to narrow it down enough. Nope, oh, nope. First podcast, Naomi podcast, DC TV podcast. Let's see if, uh, yep, Andy's on it. Yep, very first thing I found when I typed in Naomi. So this is probably hilarious. Fuck, I should have listened to this. Wait, mine is says it's by Brittany Manow and Nate Milton with Vanessa Stark Shark. Oh, well, I, I just went to the season one, episode one, episode, oh, on episode and it two. says Maybe they're joined why. by Andy B. Oops. All right. I, I checked episode from the two. the Flash podcast. Yeah. I don't care about episode two. Whoa. Or wait a second. One, really. Wait a fucking second here. What are they doing? DC TV podcast, the Flash podcast, special edition, Spider-Man, No Way Home. What the fuck? Andy B. How could you? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Spider-Man does not exist. Yeah in this isn't canon dc tv podcast yeah that's fucked up hmm how dare they seriously they're stepping all over our uh marvel tv and streaming podcast network toes yeah get stay stay in your night lane talk. yeah night episode talk. one now <laughs> that's right yeah do you see that moon knight trailer that we didn't talk about a week ago. I sure did. Did you? Totally forgot. I did. Even Grant is British for some reason. Cool. Yeah. And the one guy's dead now. Way to, way to bring the room down immediately. I know. the gate. Jesus. Well, that's, that's the big takeaway, right? They like, so like they show Dang. this trailer. Then the very next day, the actor dies in a skiing accident. It's like that movie Frozen, probably. Frozen? Wait. The two girls from Disney? That movie? No, the other one about the people. No, the one about the people who are stuck on a ski lift all weekend. Oh, yeah, with the Iceman's brother. (laughs) The kid from uh, The Following. Yeah. And the girl girl from uh, The Walking Dead, like the first season and a half. Oh, man, I should rewatch this She was Andrea's sister? Remember Andrea had a sister on that show for like seven episodes? Yeah, probably less than that. Yeah, I remember her. Yeah, she's the girl that gets stuck on the chairlift. She's the only one that makes it out, I think, at the end. Or maybe she dies at the very end, but she's the last survivor. I don't. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Yeah, I need to rewatch that one. I think whichever Aston brother tries to be the hero, 
and he tries to jump down from the ski lift and like fight off the wolves as best he can but he immediately gets mauled to death (laughs) he just like jumps down and just immediately breaks his legs like the bone coming through the skin just on impact and then gets apart by by (laughs) that's great yeah that is pretty funny it's like well i mean what do you think would happen it's pretty high up yeah that's the number one result i would expect I want to watch that movie again. It used to be on Netflix. I'm I'm bummed they took it off, so I can't rewatch it. Oh, man. This has been Night Talk. Yeah, Night Talk. The only Frozen <laughs> podcast here in 2022 that you will find. Yeah. Um, Moon Knight coming to Disney Plus at a certain date. Yeah, has the, what is the date? Do you know? I think it's like March 25th. March oh, fuck, 25th. Really? Yeah, it's it's a little while. It's like way too far out for me to be even thinking about it right now. I'm not going to remember by that time. Nope. We'll start over fresh then. Join us on that day for the start of our new podcast. Yeah, the countdown has begun. We're going to be joined by Andy B. Yeah, he's he's gone rogue on DC stuff. Yeah. Now. So we finally feel like we can finally land him. Yeah, I've I've got to listen to that open invite is still it still stands. It is always. And Jess from Batwoman podcast will take you in. You could derail every conversation on this podcast. Talk about how much you hate dads. That's what we've been missing. I really want to know Andy B's opinion about Spider-Man Far From Home. I'm definitely going to listen to that. I probably will. Man, I miss those guys. I haven't thought about them in a while. Yeah, I know. I kind of forgot about it existing until you mentioned. Until just now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good times. Yeah. Are you ready to um, get this train on the tracks? I sure am. All aboard. All right. have black tongues comics it's dave and i'm donnie this week we're talking about firepower volume one far cry rite of passage and naomi from the cw first episode speaking of fuck i wish i had a marvel thing so i could be like speaking of andy's love for marvel uh speaking of andy's love for yeah yeah speaking of andy's love for non-dc properties firepower from image comics right i assume it is flawless all right what a good transition awesome fucking great transition that's that's what people come here for that's why they stay yeah all right so this is robert kirkman it's not bad i liked it it's nothing like groundbreaking though it's not i don't think it's going to be the next invincible or the walking dead i don't think it's going to take off like that but it's fine yeah, I don't think the there's a big enough niche following for martial arts books. No, but it's cool enough. I mean, there's like it, they've there's one issue that was just all fight scene where they're trying to like fight really quietly so they don't wake up his wife and kids. The main character, what was his name? Owen. Owen Johnson. Yeah, he has Hadouken powers. He absolutely does, and it's awesome. Yeah, I do like that. I do wish I had Hadouken powers. Does he have the powers or was that Shaw coming back to life in the form of Owen Johnson like he promised before he turned to stone? Maybe it's that. It absolutely is. It's this, so it's this hidden temple somewhere in the mountains of like somewhere and they're called the Fist of the Fury Temple and they all learn how to use the energy in the air to light shit on fire and recharge batteries on cell phones and iPods. Yeah. Super cool stuff. That is useful. I mean, you don't need to bring a charger anymore. It's nice. Yeah. In order to train there with Master Wei Lun, you have to trade something from like the modern world for him to accept you in after you fight him to a draw. 
and Owen gave him a radio uh, iPod that had a bunch of shitty Radiohead stuff on it, which for whatever reason the two of them both were excited about, which that baffled me. I mean, Radiohead. I fucking hate Radiohead. They're one of my <laughs> all-time least favorite bands ever. I don't hate them, but I don't really think that they're the greatest band ever. How far did you read? The entire thing. All oh, really? I only read the first six one. issues. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Never mind. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. That was that was all volume one. It was collected. Yeah, it was a six yeah. issue run. All right. Oh yeah, I I got this one on the library. What was it? How many more were there on the website? I know there's at least two more collected issues. Yeah, yeah. There's um maybe like eighteen issues right now. I think it's eighteen at the time of this recording. Oh, so that's yeah, that's only three full collected volumes, son. Huh? Yeah, fairly new. Um, so yeah, so this is basically like ninjas and, um, Owen has to eventually defeat the strongest ninjas of this clan that he was in there. The ninjas though, they looked like vigilante from that peacemaker show. Are you talking about the bad guy clan? The uh, clan that his parents started? The clan the Earth that, Temple? yeah, the that yeah, attacked yeah. them at the end. No, the. He wasn't the scorched earth one, was he? Wait, which one was he? All the in? other ninjas were just bald dudes and girls in like yellow and white robes, kind of like monk style. The only people that had costumes were like the scorched earth people that attacked him at the very conclu- end of it. There was the one yeah, dragon the ones... gate guard, but he was he was like a separate shogun type guy. Well, yeah, I think it was the scorched earth people who were attacking him cuz it was his buddy came to see him right and then his buddy like sent ninjas to attack him but not like kill him just like get him you know riled up or something to try and lure him back to the temple i'm talking about those guys wait what no i don't to get him back to the temple yeah that's what they're trying to do they're trying to lure him back to the temple so that the cool mustache guy could fight him and kill him um do we read the same thing you read prelude yeah i have no memory of what you're talking about happening like the only guy so with like, the big mustache was like the right hand man of way he was like the number two teacher there the older guy hey are you talking about when owen got jumped by that one guy who was jealous of him and the other like basketball playing guys and they had to like as punishment for doing that they all had to stand and balance themselves with water jugs on a single stick in air for like a day and a half, and then Owen had to join them to cut it down. Those guys? I think we read different things. This was not, he never left the temple until the very last page of this, and it was like a 15 year jump in the future, and he's married to a white blonde lady now with two kids. Oh, wait, and that's right. She asked him to go fire up the grill, and he starts it with the firepower and he sees a guy spying on him in the tree and that's where it ends maybe we read different things so wonder what so you going read on volume that. two then no i read issues one to six which is different let me see if there's some sort of thing here okay yeah maybe maybe there was some sort of different thing i just clicked on firepower and read the first six issues and it looks like there's some sort of prequel thing that i didn't read that i'm assuming you read yeah the library's like website, climbing in the just had, on the library's website it says firepower volume one and the subtitle of it is prelude that's what i found as well that was the same subtitle so i'm not sure what's going on with that but i read the first six issues of firepower and i don't know why they're different okay well hmm. never mind weird very weird. That's a confusing way. What what the fuck, Kirkman? You should know about this by now. This is Kirkman's fault. All right, so in the one I read, it was him. Owen found the temple to begin with after his long journey, and like he has to fight Master Way. Yeah. In order to prove himself that he's learned everything he can learn on Earth from all the other temples and that he's ready to join this clan. And he kind of like accidentally, or not accidentally, but like way kind of makes a move and Owen is able to like slap him across the cheek for a second. 
and that is enough proof that he has learned everything and mastered all of the fighting on Earth to join this temple and start learning from him. And Master Wei, the entire time, he's wearing some sweet-ass old retro Jordan 5s. And later on in the book, when uh, Owen uses the firepower to charge his cell phone for him, he gets a phone call from someone who's going to be bringing him some new Jordan 6s. I don't follow sneakers, but I know Michael Jordan shoes are cool. So that's neat. Yeah. He also loves bubblegum. Um, he's happy that Owen's backpack is full of garbage and that he didn't litter everything all the way up the mountain on his journey. I would have this awful Radiohead conversation. Uh, they have cool basketball courts where everyone plays some pickup game, but they play it like kind of. I remember there was this movie back in like the early 2000s called like Kung Fu Soccer, which I never watched. But I, I just vaguely remember like the trailers for it. And this basketball game gave me Kung Fu Soccer kind of vibes where they were pulling out all their like awesome moves and shit while playing basketball loosely. So they did that for a while. That was fun. That passed some time. Um, there's a, a moment here right before. So like the entire reason Owen Johnson goes to the temple in the first place wasn't necessarily to learn Kung Fu or new fighting styles. He went there because every temple when he was born, his parents left him up for adoption. He got adopted by a family in, in America He's been searching ever since he was old enough to all around China or wherever he's from for his parents or some trace of his parents, but everyone is a little terrified of him whenever he shows this one picture he has. And they all say, you have to go to this other temple and he'll go to the new temple and he'll master everything at that temple. And then finally the uh, teacher there will be like, all right, you finally earned my little piece of where your family comes from. And they just kind of like trick him and they're like, oh yeah, you have to go to this next temple and do the exact same bullshit labor. And then they'll tell you to go to the next temple after that. So he keeps doing this for years and years until finally the last temple on earth is like, yeah, you have to go up to whatever the the fist of fire temple and learn there. And everyone who there sees his picture of his parents and they're all terrified of him. They'll start shunning him, treating him like a dickhead because apparently his father was Master Wei's best friend, and they worked together and trained together there at the temple for years and years and years. But then he got starry-eyed for a, a lady, and he started fucking her, which is forbidden in this temple. He keeps going over and over again because the one girl at the temple named Zen, she and Owen keep uh, almost fucking, and every time Wei pops in, he's like, hey, this is forbidden, stop it. But those two had a kid, and it ended up being Owen. And they keep showing this photo that he has. It's like an old black and white photo. And his parents look like they're kind of in like traditional garb. But they all keep saying something about the tattoo on his mom. That's like this the secret symbol of the other clan, the Scorched Earth Temple clan. But I don't see a tattoo anywhere on her. There's like no markings that I ever noticed in any of the pictures. So I don't have any idea how the fuck everyone at the temple like saw this and was able to like freak out in response to it. Yeah, the, um, the tattoo thing happened in mine as well. The tattoo is just like a gray blotch looking thing on their forearm. I, I mean, I didn't notice it either. But then because uh, like Wei comes back to Owen, you know, after he's living with his family in the suburbs and uh, he has the tattoo because he's like, oh, actually, we were our clan was the bad guys the whole time. Um, and, but before that, he, Owen just like immediately pins him down. Is like, what the fuck is this tattoo? And I was like, I never would have noticed that tattoo. Weird. Yeah. I couldn't see it in the pictures. I was like, is it somewhere yeah. on their faces? Cause they were completely dressed. <laughs> their cut, their arms are covered. They just see. I mean, it. she's, she's wearing kind of like a, a, a robe. I don't know what the proper term for these things are, but like that like, like robe thing that like. The Chinese ladies sometimes wear in movies and shit. She's wearing one of those. So I have no idea how they were even yeah. able to see her forearm in this picture. Don't know. At the very end of mine, like they get attacked by the Scorcher Temple and this guy named Chen Zul. He's like their big heavy. He's the one. I, 
it's implied that he is Owen's dad because he comes back and like he knows the older mustached guy and he knows Way. And they're all talking like they were all friends or like classmates together at the temple years and years and years ago. So I don't know if that's supposed to be Owen's dad or not, but the two of them kind of have a have it out. And then uh, he's about to kill Way, and then out of nowhere, Owen lets off the uh, Kamehameha thing to save him. All right. And then Mike kind of jumps to that 15 years ahead for the last page where like he's being spied on by someone while he's living it up in the suburbs. They do have, inside of their temple, there is one room that is protected all the time by that Shogun guy I was talking about. Where they say that it's a a dragon that lives inside of there and they can't ever let it out. And that's what the Scorcher Temple is trying to do is to let it out and like destroy the world and remake it. But it's very insanely heavily (laughs) connected or like based off of or borrowing from Iron Fist's origin story here and all of this stuff with the dragon. Totally different than Iron Fist. Sure. Maybe Kirkman just Kirkman Iron Fist. (laughs) he's like this show was so bad no one's ever gonna like re marvel's gonna stick away (laughs) from this property for decades now's my chance he's right i did notice a lot of um kirkmaning in the panels though when i was reading this because one of his old friends comes and visits him in the suburbs and it's like oh you got to come back to the temple and use your firepower to help us and owen just doesn't want to hear it so he's just like you know sitting there emotionlessly so it's like you know go to go to this panel and then the guy says hey well you got to come back and then the next panel is just exactly the same as the first one so he he did a lot of that good copy pasting kirkman this is classic writing technique i love it it is and i always see it now in kirkman's work this is trademark i mean it wouldn't be a kirkman book if he didn't see it right I really hate suburban dad Owen's haircut. Yeah, I mean, it's very, it's what you'd expect from a suburban dad, I guess. They they have a cookout scene. The first issue is just them at a cookout talking to all their friends, catching up about nonsense. I hated that issue, but after that it was fine. It's like there's some action and stuff and they're um, sneaking around and shit, having quiet fights trying not to wake up their family in their house for some reason. His wife is a cop, so she's all tough, and she tries to shoot ninjas with shotguns. So I don't like that she's a cop. The ninjas should have murdered her. Yeah. I I didn't have that many notes. I just kind of, beyond that, I thought this was sort of a paint-by-numbers thing. Like, you know, he's been out of the game, and he's been called in to do one more job and to uh, help save the world and shit, because he's the one. I love so this very I love that the volume I read just Kirkman the uh, Iron Fist story origin story uh-huh. they, they just Kirkman the Shang-Chi movie script for your story. <laughs> yeah, they kind of <laughs> did, I guess. Just like, uh, take all the Asian stuff and then just copy paste it here. 10 out of 10 Kirkman. Knocked it out of the park. I mean, I like mine. I would say it's like a 4 out of 5. Yeah, I mean, I'd say I'd say it's three out of five for me, because, again, he just has to it's all very derivative and it's kind of unusual. It doesn't seem like he's trying to, like, do anything special with it. Oh, they they introduced the uh, the boss battles that he's going to, you know, all the bosses he's going to have to face eventually um, called the Dragon's Claw. And it's just like five super extra powerful secret warriors that he has to fight that all have like unique weapons and stuff. So this is basically the iron fist and the immortal weapon storyline. Now that we're dying. Oh, there you go. I, like, I love it. I love all of this. Yeah. Iron fist. If you like iron fist, you'll love <laughs> firepower. If you like when iron fist introduced the fat bastard, the bride of spiders, uh, fuck. I can't remember the other ones, the steel serpent. I forget the other couple, but if you like all those like special cool characters, you'll love this. Yeah. You want to hear some more reviews? I do. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. This one is three stars and it's translated from Italian. I really just like the first line of it. But well, anyway, the first of all, the title is Chop and Absurd History. 
And then it goes, Mamma Mia, there are still those who write this stuff. The mystical powers acquired thanks to the Kung Fu in a remote monastery in Nepal was an idea crushed 20 years ago. But come on. Derivative is what he's saying. He agrees with me. I also agree with him. Mamma Mia. I love that he actually used the expression Mamma Mia. I do too. I thought like Mario just said that. I thought that's just like a stereotype. Yeah, like a 30-year-old cool. outdated as fuck stereotype, but apparently not. <laughs> yeah, it's apparently true. Wait, what? I, I don't know why I took this one, but I'll just read it. Five stars. Kirkman is a seal of quality. Start of a story that promises. Kirkman is always a guarantee of quality. So there you have it. Copy paste stuff. He just copy pasted this review from uh, the first issue of The Walking Dead. I bet. Yeah, probably. He Kirkman it from Amazon.com. The name of this reviewer is Robert Kirkman. And that's it. So, yeah, firepower. I guess check it out. Okay. Um, speaking of firepower, uh, Gus Fring has a lot of guns in our next book. Giancarlo. Gus Fring. Giancarlo is an infinitely cooler name. Oh, no, man. The Breaking Bad stuff is better. He should only play Breaking Bad characters. Yeah, this is Far Cry Rite of Passage. So I've never played any Far Cry game. But oh, really? From Yeah. From what I gathered, though, they're just recapping the old Far Cry games. Is that it, right? It's exactly that. It's okay. Gus Fring telling three stories of the last three fucking Far Cry games <laughs> to his son. That's cool. How's he know all those stories? Are those, are those supposed to be like really interconnected things? None of them are. No, each each story okay. is a new fucking adventure. Is it no a shared universe whatsoever. though? Like there is DLC packs for this Far Cry Six, the the Giancarlo game, mm-hmm. where there are DLC packs featuring those three main bad guys from the three previous games i don't i don't have the dlc so i don't know if there's like some kind of backstory where they somehow attempt to tie it in no but traditionally none of the far cries have anything to fucking do with the previous far cries all right well interesting they're they're really tying all those games together with this comic book then it's all a shared universe i mean they all are Far Cry properties. It's got to be a shared universe, I guess. Yeah, I suppose Even it must be. The prehistoric dinosaur one. Yeah. Or I've... not dinosaurs, but woolly mammoths and shit. Right. Yeah. I've heard of that one as well, but I've never played it. That one seems weird. You should play Far Cry 5. That was my favorite one. The Joseph Seed one. Okay. The guy who is uh, like a religion guy and. Like yeah, suffocates his He's baby. He's Boyd Crowder That's from cool. Justified. Oh, cool. Okay, Got minus it. the minus the Nazi part. Oh. Well, anyway, this one is just about Gus Fring taking his child for a walk on his birthday and telling him stories and saying, "Okay, pick a weapon." And um, well, first of all, he says, "Welcome to the morning," which I thought was a weird way to say good morning. But the kid wakes up. He's like, "Hey, son, welcome to the morning." That's all I say it every day. Oh, okay. Well. Maybe I'm the weird one then. Welcoming you to making it another morning. Yeah. Good job. You woke up today. Congratulations. Yeah. But then the only other note I had was like when they're when they're picking a weapon, you know, the Gus Fring takes his son to this shack in the jungle and he's like, I have a bunch of weapons in here, so you have to pick one. You have to follow your heart and shit. You ain't shit without me. And I ain't shit without you. So pick a weapon. And then he picks like a bow and arrow, which I, I think is weird because like if you, he picks like the only weapon where you have to kind of like train with it and know what you're doing and you have to have like proper form, you know, it's not like a machete you could have take, he, he just, you know, whack, you know, with the machete. That's all it takes with that. It's, but bow and I mean, arrow, a, you kind of have to know what you're doing. It's a cabinet full of fucking super powered yeah. automatic weapons for fuck's sake. And that too. Yeah. Even a gun. Like, like I know you're supposed to have training to like properly shoot a gun but even you like don't the, need if you have zero existence of ever firing a gun even in like a video game form you could pull a trigger point at something and, and eventually hit it like yeah. infinitely easier than a fucking bow and arrow yeah he picked the most the, the most difficult weapon uh, that he possibly could have i think 
I thought for sure he was going to have him murder a person for his birthday. Me too, yeah. Play the most dangerous game of hunting and hunt a man. That's what it was heavily implying. Those were the vibes I was getting from this creepy yeah. conversation he was having with this kid. But no, he just like feeds a bunch of raw meat in the jungle and has an alligator attack him. Yeah, and then he shoots the alligator in the head. And then he takes him to a cave and he's like, kill this baby jaguar. And he's like, no, fuck you. I really hope, I really hope that this was all his plan was so that he can get like some nice gator skin, like boots or a belt for his son for his birthday. Like that's the ultimate goal of this. But his kid was, Diego was just such a bitch and overreacted poorly to it. So he almost, (laughs) I almost could have died. You had a fucking bow and arrow. You picked you asshole. If you used it like you should have, like you knew you were supposed to, you wouldn't have fucking died. You little bitch. Giancarlo wasn't going to let you die. You're his only seed. Yeah. Fucking get over it, man. You're a man now. You're a man today. It's very important, son, that a man looks fresh in his gaiters and fur Fuck coat. Yeah, gator skin. <laughs> you need a fur sash and, a, and gator shoes. That's what we're here for, son. What did you think this was? It's the ultimate birthday day shopping. Yeah, he's just shopping, but like making Jack, all the shit. Jaguar skin fur coat <laughs> to go with his Fuck yeah. gator skin boots and a fucking belt. Oh, hell yeah. Like, that's the dream birthday party for any young 13-year-old child. You gotta although, look fresh although, if you're gonna like, continue the work. Although, I think they're supposed to be in, like, a, a Columbia-esque type of uh, environment yeah. is what Yara is supposed to be in this. So, yeah, I, yeah. I don't see how the fuck you would ever, in your life, wear that and not just die and pass out from heat exhaustion and sweat to death <laughs> in it. Like, gross. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Fur is very impractical there. But, you know, if he goes up north to, like, expand the empire, you know, he'll have the fur coat. Keep warm. It's all about looking good. Yeah. So, Anton Castillo is Giancarlo's character's name in this, in this game. Oh, but, okay. like, at the very beginning, after he wakes up the kid, he's like, oh, we're going to go out today. And he picks the, uh, he picks the SUV Jeep because they're going to be driving a little bit off-road or something. There is no fucking way in the fucking world that they would let him go out just having his son on his own without a gigantic convoy army of uh, mili- armed mo- military bodyguards surrounding him. There's a motherfucking yeah. revolution going on in Yara in the middle of like while this story is taking place. I, I, I mean, I get, I think the story is maybe supposed to be a couple months before the revolution in the video game takes place because like the game opens up with Diego stowing away on a ship, trying to escape to Miami to, oh. with some uh, immigrants, try to ex escape or as uh, the fuck do you call it when it's like a, a dicta- dictatorship dictatorship. Yeah. yeah. They're trying to escape Anton Castillo's dictatorship and like flee to Miami and shit. And Diego is a stowaway on that boat, and like Giancarlo's people, they pull it over, and Giancarlo comes out and he shoots everyone on the boat pretty much, except for like two or three people. Yeah, I saw and that he... trailer. Oh, that's in the trailer? Yeah. Oh, that's like the opening minute of the game. Oh, okay. So, like, what's the deal with these games then? Are, what, like, are, so you, are you playing one... as Giancarlo Esposito or no, are you playing? No, he's as... the bad guy. He's the guy you, you kill playing as the kid. So the kid every a bad single guy? one of these, every single one of these starts the exact fucking saying where it's some dictator of some like uh, the guy from the first book. I forgot his name. It was like Yara or something like that. He's not he's not a dictator of a nation or anything. He's like some kind of like pirate guy who's overtaken a small community town or some shit. But every single one of them, you're the guy, the guy in power. He's like captures. Or the one with Yara, you and your buddies are on like some kind of like nice Bahama type desert island thing, like partying for a weekend. And like, oh. uh, there's a something happens where like a something explodes or something that you get like separated from everyone. And that guy finds you. And originally, like, he's going to take you guys prisoner and somehow you escape from it because of the revolution that's happening in that part of the town. 
And then, like, you go on a revolt against him and his people, and you overtake all the little military bases to get yourself extra supplies so you can build upgrade your weapons and shit and make better, stronger weapons. And then you just go out, hunt fucking animals and, like, hunt plants, and you can build, like, fucking specialty bullets and specialty healing medicines and shit. And you just go out, you kill all the fucking military people that work for that guy, and then eventually at the very end, you kill him. Second one was uh, that ping, uh, Peg and Min. Yeah. Um, I I've played that game. I know that I have the least amount of memory of what the fuck happens in that one though. Like somehow you immediately start out in his base, and then you just kind of like jump out of a window and hope you don't die, and you eventually like make it from the fall. And again, exact same setup. You just take out all of his people. Slowly but surely, you stockpile better weapons and upgrades and fucking medicine. And then you eventually have a showdown where you kill him. In that book, though, it did say that when he was telling Diego the story, he's like, yeah, he eventually got killed by his stepson. The one note I have about this is, no, he didn't. I killed him. Me, the player playing as whoever the fuck that character was. I killed him. I don't remember what that character is. Maybe it is. I don't remember that. Okay. But then the Joseph Seed one, that's the one that starts out slightly different from all the other ones. You're you're a cop. You're a bad guy. And yeah. uh, you're, you're doing a raid, a drug raid on Joseph Seed's church. And for whatever reason, when they're like, when they're taking him out in cuffs, like he singles you out as being like the, the narc or something. Oh, maybe you're undercover. I don't fucking remember. Maybe you were an undercover cop working to like get this drug bust on him. Well, he singles your guy out specifically and then like his followers blow up the convoy taking him out and they rescue him and like they kill off all the other bad cops except you're the one that survives and you have to find a bunch of like revolutionary people who don't like Joseph Seed like planting this drug around their Hope County suburbs or countryside so you again do the exact same missions you do in every other Far Cry game and then in this current one <clears throat> This current one, Far Cry 6, it opens up with the kid on the boat and they shoot your best friend who's this girl who was a part of the revolutionaries and she was the one who was going to take your character Danny to the revolutionary leader and she was going to give you a, a boat ticket to get on this boat to go to Miami. And to earn your spot on that boat, you have to go through and do the exact same thing you do in every other Far Cry game where you take out all the fucking bases, upgrade all the shit, kill all the people, kill all the fucking special animals, and fucking go to the end and kill the bad guy. Her so you're just doing way. a lot of hunting? Like, hunting sounds like a big part of this game. Yeah, they have, like, specialty animals. Like, I like the Far Cry games because you get specialty animals every once in a while. That'll be, like, your sidekicks that you could just attack people with. Oh, and then they, it's kind of like where Red Dead has, like, the legendary animals that have stuff kind of similar to that. Where there's specialty animals you have to take out to get like bonus supplies. Okay. Hmm. Maybe I'll play one of these games someday. My favorite is the Joseph Seed one. Okay. I'll try it. Or or go super old school and go with that prehistoric one. I think it's called Far Cry Primal. But like your sidekick animals, you eventually get like a saber toothed tiger and a fucking woolly mammoth. It's ridiculously stupid. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, chronologically, that makes sense to start there. Uh, that's not like the first one. I think that was number like no, three or chronologically, four. though, that's got to be the first one in the timeline. Yeah, I think so. OK, it's nothing before prehistoric. I don't think not. Yet. I think the pirate one, maybe. Uh, OK, I'll play that one then. There isn't there isn't a Viking one that I, I can think of. All right. All right, what what else you got on this? That's all I have. Nothing. My one note was about how I thought I killed Pegamins in the book, not his son. Okay. All right. This was insanely quick, super easy. Diego is yeah. a bitch in it. Uh, Giancarlo's a loving father. Just trying yeah. to treat his boy to a special day with some beautiful fucking exotic clothing. Yeah, it's like it's just like Gus Fring doing speeches about nonsense like he usually does so like it's cool like he him as an actor he just 
talks and talks and talks about stupid shit. And it's only like, he just says it cool. So you're like, man, this guy knows what's up. I don't think it's that he says it cool. He says it in like a super intimidating way. Yeah, that's what it is. He says it cool. (laughs) And it's like, it doesn't matter how stupid what he's saying is. It's you're just listening to it. And you're like, yeah, he's right. I'm going to listen to this guy. He's too scary. All right. Um, let's hear some reviews. Read some fucking reviews. You cuck. The first one is five stars. More comics like this. I like the comic. I mean, I'm a far cry fan and it gave me more Intel about far cry six. I like how it's Intel. Oh, it didn't. What's the intel on this game? <laughs> yeah, it did. You have more intel about how he gets his gators. <laughs> I wish I wish that on that boat, the kid just so happened to be wearing like a, a jaguar skinned jacket and <laughs> yeah, gator boots. Or like a hat or something. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Another one is five stars. More from Voss. You don't learn a lot about Voss. But that's not bad either. There are many questions about where he knows all the stories. Maybe three, four, and five never happened, which would really upset me. Or maybe Herc visited him and told all this. So it's definitely exciting. I'm curious to see where the journey is going. That's the Pirate King 1 Voss. I couldn't remember that name. Oh, okay. That must be what happened then. Okay, speaking of talking about heroes let's move on to our show fuck these comic book shows naomi from dc cw andy b take it away name my first problem with this was her dad tries to give her a high five and she explains a high five or so 10 years ago fuck what? the youth what are they talking about high fives rock you can't high five anymore. I didn't. I've missed that part. It's not cool anymore. You got a Man. fucking knuckle bump or some shit. But she's like skateboarding though. Isn't that from like twenty years ago? No one. Who do? do what do you mean? They just still skateboard. They just re-released Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Skateboards. Yeah, back. but the, it's only people my age who liked the old game, right? That bought it. That's not for the youth. It's to reintroduce skateboarding to the youth. Well, I guess it worked. They're still around. I guess it worked. Naomi's skateboarding, so success. Naomi is an infinitely better skateboarder than I ever was in my youth. Oh, yeah. She's good. She's like doing kickflips and shit. She's doing ollies. Kickflips was like things. the one trick I would try when I was like dicking around like the like wherever with my buddies and I would fail like 40% of the time doing them. Well, that's pretty good success rate though. It's not Naomi levels of success. No, it's not. She didn't fuck up once. Yeah, I was kind of like confused about is Superman real or not in this? I don't know why they're being so coy about Superman because they're talking about like, oh, I have this fan site about Superman. But then Superman. like, I couldn't tell if she's talking about Superman as a comic book character or Superman as a real hero. I mean, I assume it's one of those. I assume all the same CW TV shows are in the same like world together where they all tie into each other for all those crossover shows and shit. Yeah. Not this one though. So this one is separate from Lois and Clark. Yeah. I looked it up. Oh yeah. Apparently it's separate. Okay. Never mind then. Okay. But is Superman not real in those? No, he's real in those. They just introduced okay. to that new Lois and Clark show about Superman's origin story or whatever oh. or about his life on the farm uh, with his kids. Remember? one like mentally disabled kid what is the bad no. guy we watched it and reviewed it check the archives really what the yeah. fuck i don't remember this you don't remember that <laughs> he had like Not twin really. boys and one was like a complete like loser and he turned out to be the evil one and like he killed someone or something and then the other one was like a super popular like handsome like buff jock dude and he was the one that like oh. Clark loved and he doesn't have powers right okay yeah i think i remember this in this, though, Naomi does world run the world's number three biggest Superman blog. So that's quite the accomplishment. Yeah, good this job. Girl, this girl, in like 16 or 17 years of life, has already destroyed everything I've ever accomplished 
in my way, 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 way more years of life as far as yeah. both skateboarding and blogging go. She's really successful and she's really smart. She's given like speeches at the uh, ac- medical. Um, what was that called? Academy of Medicine on the on the uh, army base. That was a weird debate that they were doing. It's like only for army people and her classmates at the army base. And the Academy of Medicine is on the army. They don't do medicine in the army. They just like do push-ups and shit, don't they? That doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand this. Oh man. And they were talking about like the, the one villain. Um, I, his name's like Zimbabwe or something, but they're talking about like, Oh, this guy is a used car dealership Zimbabwe. where he tries to fuck over. What is it? Zimbabwe. Oh, okay. I like Zimbabwe better. They should just call him that. Um, but anyway, he has this used car dealership and they're like, Oh, he just like jacks up the prices. And it's like, man, you gotta be a special kind of awful to rip off servicemen. I think like ripping off service members is pretty funny. Like that's, that is really funny. He's a, he's like the blue collar <laughs> guy, guy of this shitty little like army based town. Just trying yeah. to make a living, like reselling fucking used cars, and all these spoiled rich kid kids are like shitting all over this guy. <laughs> I know what are they trying to survive? Like what fucking cunt children these are? You know, if the if the U.S. government would pay the army people enough, they wouldn't have to buy these shitty used cars. Like you know, there's a lot of there's a lot going on here. You can't just blame Zimbabwe. Well, I mean, I like the opening shot. They have that when she's first skateboarding to school or wherever. They have that insane background shot of the fucking mountain of Vancouver, like right in the background. Yeah, so I don't know fuck? what the fuck fake DC city this is supposed to be taking place in. But I mean, maybe it's the Canadian government that's supposed to be. Well, no, because if it was the Canadian government, they'd be treating their people right. Yeah, that's clearly US government. Um, All right. What else do I have here? They keep talking about Superman and he does show up and it this, this is like another situation of like you're, you're you wouldn't dare show Superman's face on Naomi. <laughs> Just like they don't show the Joker's face in Titans or when Batman pops up, they're not going to they're not going to show Batman on these I mean, spinoff shows. His face is in it. They like slowly like zoom in his one. No, there's, a, one there's a tree branch so in the way. Be the best like. Camera hacker videographer of all time and he's slowing oh, yeah. shit down from that like in the middle of the town setting and they slowed down and I couldn't tell who it was but I was like oh maybe that's just the same dude from that Lois and Clark show thinking they were all together but if there aren't I assume it's a different actor then yeah who knows but they all keep yeah like the she keeps investigating and like all the army guys are talking about how it's like a staged superman fight for some kind of reason like yeah it's like why do they keep fucking me around like that like this whole episode is just them like oh is superman real or is he not real well i assume he's real i don't know this is a dc property stop trying to make me think he's not real and then in this universe obviously he's real yeah we i i still don't know what naomi's powers are or anything like that either like this this episode is very boring no like I guess she, keeps, she can like see so really like when well. The Superman, when Superman comes through, she kind of has like a panic attack sort of thing, and she kind of passes out, or at least that's what everyone's telling her. It's just a panic attack. She has it at the speech debate tournament thing as well, and they all just keep trying to tell her, "Oh no, you're just having a panic attack." But maybe it's her powers like coming to life or something, because like she yeah. interacts with some some Bayou in the uh, forest later on, and he's breaking out some like kind of storm like powers or maybe they're kind of terra powers i don't really know it was kind of controlling the earth and the wind at the same time blowing some leaves around so i don't know what his power is his power is leaves that'd be fucking awesome i can make leaves fly around and then the very there's this awesome super creepy dude who runs the tattoo shop in town that has been yeah. counting down the fucking seconds until Naomi turns 18 for some weird fucking insanely gross reason. <laughs> and like, eventually the episode ends with her like going to his tattoo shop to talk to him. And he reveals that he has some awesome like bronze angel wings. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm just like you. And she's like, you mean I'm one of, I'm a, 
I mean, a metahuman. Like, we don't yeah. know what her power is yet. So we'll have to stay tuned next week to do that. But um, talk about that tattoo guy, though. He's like, oh, yeah. And you 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 run the number three Superman fan site on the Internet. And she's like, oh, how do you know that? And in this entire episode, the singular thing she talked about was her Superman fan site. So it's like, I, why would she be surprised if anyone knows that? Well, she literally tells rankings. everybody every second he gets. Oh, that's well, she tells rankings, she says the ranking. The rankings fluctuate on a hourly basis based <laughs> on like hot tips and shit. Oh, so it just became number three after yeah, being she just got sunken down, down to number two. Spot or bumped up that's why spot, she's surprised. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean three? The creepy tattoo guy just logged on to her site to bump it up to number three. And that's how he <laughs> knew. Wow. He's like, so you're eight, you 18 yet? <laughs> no, because he's like, you'll be 18 in exactly 17 months and eight hours. Or he said some really <laughs> specific, creepy answer. In 30 we, seconds. Yeah. That might be pounded down your door at that time. <laughs> I've never read anything about Naomi. I think she's like a new character once Brian Michael Bendis jumped ship from Marvel to DC. And I think he created her. So I have okay. no fucking clue what her powers will eventually be even. Like, I think it's it's just going to be Black Woman Superman, probably. I don't Gay think she's going to have woman. the same superpowers as Superman. I think it's going to be something different. Okay. Her superpower is that she's a gay black woman. She's untouchable. It's powerful enough. Yeah. I liked That's her. All the power I liked her need. girlfriend's yellow eyeshadow though. That was cool. Yeah, that's fun. She had it painted all weird and neat. Yeah. Her purple hair. All right, you going to keep watching the show every week? Every week, yeah. All right, me too. I love it. So good. 10 out of time. What a what an intro. Yeah. I'm just going to listen. I'm just going to listen to Andy B every week. Yeah, I'll probably Follow do that. that way, I think. Yeah, that's better. He'll have the hotter takes than I will. Yeah, he will. All right. What do you want to do next week then? So I was unaware that Marvel had ever had like a uh, separate branch or a separate division within their company called Marvel Music. Until oh. today, when I found this gem, Billy Ray Cyrus. Well, full. That's all it's called. Billy Ray Cyrus, full. Okay. By Marvel Music from 1995. So Fuck. this this is going to be like the heyday this of is... like achy breaky heart, super malted Billy Ray Cyrus, pre beard, pre like Hannah Montana, and all his kids. Wow. Some Billy Ray Cyrus shit. Is this a comic book? Yeah, it is. Okay. The the Marvel music is a little confusing. This Branding. is going to be this is going to be All right. as bad if not worse than the uh Pendulum by ICP, I think. That's my prediction. Okay. I'm going to bring in Duke Nukem Forever. There's another Duke Nukem comic that we somehow didn't read. Didn't we read this one? We read another one. It wasn't Duke Nukem Forever, though. It was uh, oh. it was a different one. I just Is typed it in again to, to see if game? there's any new. Yeah, I think so. I must have just forgot about it, but we'll rectify that now. I love Duke. You do. Yeah. What do you want to watch? Uh, no, but we could watch Beast Wars. That'd be cool, right? Would it? Yes, Fine. I yeah, think it would. Fine. How many, uh, right, how many you, versions of Beast Wars are there? I think there's two. So just the original one. Because there's a version of them where they go back to Cybertron, and that was hard to... That's where I lost my focus. Episode 89. Well, do you want to watch the like last episode, or... You can do the last uh, somewhere episode. Somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. All right, let me, let me just pick one, then. Are there any that have Soundwave in it? I don't think so. Oh. I like Soundwave. There's a so there's two Beast Wars shows. Uh, one's the one's the one that I'm thinking of, but the other one is Beast Wars second show 
Say Maytai Transformers English subbed. And it's like a ridiculous anime version of it. Oh. Maybe, maybe. Does that one work? Time. Let's go with that one. I'm looking for the original one. Uh, let me just look for a cool title. There's one called Deep Metal. That sounds cool. Perfect. Okay, we'll go with that one. It says episode 41, Deep Metal. So we'll do that. Follow so join us next week for that. At to the God. Follow me on the internet at Donnie M. Follow us on the internet at Giraffes HPT Pod on Facebook and Twitter. SoundCloud.com slash DJ Von Mir for the music. And Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. See you next week. Bye. spoil too much here but is that on, is that these, on the website some of these are gonna be fucking awful it's gonna be amazing <laughs> is that just called marvel music yeah that's what it says it is are you finding that on the website i am so <laughs> i don't know how familiar you are with ziggy marley of the marley family but he created a superhero called name. marijuana man oh fuck and we're absolutely going to be reading that it's actually published by image comics wow so that one's going to be coming pretty soon it's from 2011 um there's a couple of prince books i found so i'm absolutely picking those well there was one about the velvet underground uh what else was there there's a pantera one so that's going to be coming what the fuck where did all these come from the fucking website i couldn't find I I don't know how I was able to find all of these, but I couldn't find all those ones I saw advertised on that Google search the one time I did. Like, I still can't find the Cypress Hill one. I still can't find the Sublime one. Um, I still can't get... I still don't have a copy of Zarface up on here yet, which is bullshit. Hmm. That is bullshit. But they have a Pantera one, so that'll be awesome. Damn. Published by someone called Malibu Comics, which I, I have no idea who who or what that company ever was. I don't think it's around anymore. So this is by Marvel Comics. The Billy Ray? Yeah. It says it's by Marvel Music. Oh, there was a Kid and Play one. That was the other one. Oh, okay. It says publisher Marvel Music. I'm I guess click they were the it. powerhouse back then that they are I'm today. clicking on this link to see if they have anything else from Marvel Music. Yeah, okay. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Holy shit. I'm so glad I clicked on that. Holy shit. I found next week's book. What? Oh, please be <laughs> the Onyx. I'm thinking. Oh, it is. Oh, it fucking is. Fuck it. Cancel my pick. Fuck Billy Ray. Can I change mine right now? Yeah, I don't care. Onyx fight. Can't wait. I love Pokemon. The greatest Pokemon name ever based on the greatest hip hop group from early 90s. They have a fucking Onyx comic awesome. book. Oh, Sticky Fingers. Favorite actor of this podcast. Oh, shit. Yeah. Great actor. Fred Ruff Star. The whole gang's here. Fuck yeah. All Marvel Music, you, you, you're the gift that keeps on giving for three things. For three weeks, at least. Why would they ever cancel that? Dude, I... Sticky Fingers gonna start an online petition to get marvel music back going <laughs> yeah oh dude this is how he got the job on blade this is what this was his tie into marvel right here it all makes, that sense. makes sense yeah all right oh fuck, wow. dude there's an Putting onyx the comic book together. holy shit oh it's i can't all fucking, you ever wanted i can't believe this i don't give a shit how awful this is this is gonna be amazing
<laughs> Hopefully it's better than the pendulum. Oh, dude, not a chance. That's going to look like Shakespeare compared to this. Look at it. It's even got the Marvel logo on it proudly. Oh, shit. Nice. I hope, I really hope all it is is just the lyrics to Slam. It's like a three and a half minute long. Just their one biggest so. hit. Or back the fuck up. All spelled incorrectly and smushed together. This image you sent me. Holy shit. Onyx has a comic book. <laughs> this day cannot get any better. Okay. Sorry, everyone. Billy Ray Cyrus will be the following week. No, Billy Ray Cyrus will be in. Oh, fuck. Wait, I forgot. We, we're doing fingers. the regular episode next week, aren't we? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I haven't so heard, I guess I haven't heard anything back from Ralph yet about Tuesday being okay oh, with well. him. Okay. We'll play it by ear in then. In case we don't do a regular episode, I'm picking Onyx instead of Billy Ray. All right. And then, next week for that. and then whenever we do the comic book episode after that, it'll be Billy Ray Cyrus. Right. 